Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. <laughs> Let's get started. Gift giving season means you get to buy yourself a gift too, right? And the best gift for you this year, if I do say so myself, is an entire year in my membership, Small Biz Social Society. Enrollment for 2023 is now open and you can get in for just $12 per month paid annually. That's just $144 for the entire year. Small Biz Social Society is a mastermind membership that I created in 2020 for ambitious business owners that want to stand out on social media. Your membership includes our core curriculum of masterclasses for Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, and email marketing. You'll also get exclusive invites to six guest expert events in 2023, group coaching sessions, access to our in-person event, social success, and our amazing community within our private Facebook group. You'll meet Sandra, a self-proclaimed plus-size runner that's going for a record-breaking 5K a day streak and has grown her Instagram to over 40,000 followers. There's also Sarah, a registered nurse, mom of two, an intuitive eating coach that helps women stop the diet cycle and work on healing their body image. Her videos will definitely feel relatable and make you laugh. You'll also meet Deborah, who leads a huge running community, works with various fitness brands, and is a run and nutrition coach who is sure to inspire you to get your sweat on. And there's Lugina, also known as Tread Chic. This woman is a treadmill expert and fitness coach that's helping people of all ages and fitness levels get moving. You're going to love her YouTube videos. I could go on and on about the amazing members of Small Biz Social Society. This community is full of mission-driven, ambitious business owners with a zest for life that want to stand out on social media and beyond. And it's not just for social media beginners. Many members have years of experience on social media and stay with us so that they're always up to date on what's new in the world of online marketing. This is the absolute best membership for social media lovers. You're going to learn, grow, and build so many amazing relationships with fellow members and our fabulous guest speakers. You deserve to be seen and heard on social media. 2023 is your year. This special annual price offer expires and enrollment closes on January 12, 2023. Don't miss this chance to be a part of our movement and to make your own splash on social media. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com to enroll today. Today's guest is one of my all-time favorite people on social media. She's a plus-size runner, has run five marathons, published her own magazine called Run For Your Life, is an ambassador in my membership, Small Biz Social Society, and has grown her Instagram to have over 30,000 followers. She's here to share her self-healing story and encourage women that are suffering in the body they're currently living in to start their healing journey as well, and some fun totally random facts are she does not like horror movies and never I, I don't mean either by the way and I gotta I need to understand this one never orders pasta at restaurants welcome to the social sunshine podcast Sandra <laughs> McCulloch Sandra why don't you order pasta at restaurants are you picky no it's because it's the cheapest fucking dish to make why would you order pasta when you can make it at home unless you're going to an authentic italian restaurant and they are literally making the pasta in front of you as we speak and putting it through the pasta machine okay otherwise why you would i order? I, I, i'm with you i'm with you i, I mean, won't order it from just anywhere yeah no it's like you're paying 15 dollars for uh, a bowl of pasta that costs 10 cents are you kidding me <laughs> I'll take I mean I'm vegetarian now but when I was and I do eat fish so I guess I'm pescatarian but um usually at restaurants I'll order like a um a tuna ahi burger right something that I would hardly ever make or I don't make for myself right um or I'll order like you know a really good veggie burger right so stuff that yeah but right. pasta yeah 
Yeah, you're right. Like if you can just yeah. like make it at home, it's like, okay. It's like, there was this restaurant where in the town I grew up in where everybody would say how great it was. Right. And it's like this little cafe, like a small little casual place. And I'm like, okay, fine. Let's go try it. Mm. I go try it. They serve sandwiches, right? Which is great. I love a sandwich, but they serve them with chips. And it's not like a fast food place. It's like a sit down and you have to tip your waiter and it's a whole thing. And all they have, but I mean, like in the plastic bag, like the Lay's bag. Which is oh, good. you're kidding. And I was like, I, I, I wanted, I wanted something I couldn't do at home. I wanted you to make me some fries. You know what I mean? I want you to make those chips for me. I want you to slice that potato in front of me and throw it into the deep fryer. I want fresh chips, please. Yeah. Have I'm... you ever put chips inside of a sandwich? Do you know how good that is? <laughs> I oh. do recall doing not that. Lays. I yeah. do recall doing that as a child, but it's been a minute. So I don't know. I might have to try it again. I yeah. mean, like, so, so now we're, this is a food show and we're just going to talk about food. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got something here. <laughs> we can like, talk about food what is, forever. What is it? Criticize what all these restaurants do wrong. We can, like we are professional. Yeah. Because um, we don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for doing this with me. I love you and adore you. And I love any chance to hang out with you, um, whether we're recording or not. Um, so Sandra is well, you heard me say all the things about her, but She's such a fun follow, but, but also a really good follow. And we're going to talk about this when we dive into your social media. And what I mean is like a combo, like you're going to get the fun, you're going to get entertainment, but you're also going to get the heartfelt stuff. And you and I have that in common, I think in our personalities where we have like this super silly side, but also the, the serious, like I'm trying to help save the world side. (laughs) Yes. That's something that I absolutely love about you. So if you're not following Sandra, we're going to put the, the link in the show notes to follow her everywhere, but definitely, definitely do please, because you're, you're going to, you're going to love it. But, um, okay. So first things first, tell me when you started Instagram, like as far as like talking about running stuff. Okay. First of all, um, I love the flowers on the side here. I'm like, I'm drawn to those flowers and I'm like, Oh, she's up to her game. She's got like a set. <laughs> this is her podcast set (laughs) thank you (laughs) yeah I really like that touch okay um and then the second of all second thing is in the introduction there was one sentence that you used can you go back and read that sentence because it ties into um the thing about me but I now want to borrow the sentence you wrote about me to talk about me (laughs) about you sharing your uh, sharing yourself something about the body body Oh, yeah. I said she's here to share her self-healing journey and and encourage women that are suffering in the body they're currently living in to start their healing journey as well, which is actually your words that you put on your form. I'm not going to take credit for that. Did I? Okay. Yeah. Look at you. (laughs) I can't can't remember. (laughs) Because I'm going to be 50 in a few years. Okay. I'll have to go back to that note. Encouraging women. Yeah. You suffering. wrote that shit, girl. I didn't write it. Like, good for you. <laughs> I just okay. I just it together and made an intro. Oh my God. Okay. Yes, you're right. Okay. So when did you start I, talking oh yeah. running on Instagram? So 20, New Year's Eve, 2018. I started my Instagram account, but it was under a different handle. And the handle that it was under was called um, elegantly filled because I am Croatian. I was born in Croatia, but I came to Canada when I was six. And so I had a cousin because in Croatia, women are encouraged to be thin. We are right next door to Italy. So if you look at Italy, it's the fashion capital of the world. Um, And if you have a daughter, you want her to look like a fucking stick figure. So anyways, I was always plus size or, you know, a bigger girl. So I had a cousin who, anytime I saw him in Croatia, he would say, hey, elegantly filled cousin, how are you doing? But it translates into elegant no popunina in uh, Croatian. It just sounds so much better. So that was the only translation I could think of. And in reality, when I started that Instagram handle, it was almost like a form of punishment. It was private. I was only going to put, um, you know, sad photos of myself on there. And so this was 2018. And 
in 2018, I had already bought my treadmill. I was, you know, walking on it, running on it, etc. And um, uh, I started because I was spending so t- so much time on the treadmill. I started watching like running documentaries, and then um, when I took that first run outside, March of 2018, when I went for my first ever run outside, I posted that video or that I think it was a static post but I posted that video of myself and I changed my handle to big fit mama four runs so that was 2018 so I guess you can say that it's been four years and um four years yeah March of 2018 was when I made my um page public and I remember my first um follower Twiggy she still follows me uh, she's actually from Texas, a uh, lovely lady. And um, she like commented on my post. Um, so 20 March, 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. So when we get into March of 2023, that'll be five years. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. And so, but now if I'm not mistaken, that's the year before you started your run it your that's right okay so okay so let's jump forward to that so okay so you start instagram 2018 or you go public on instagram change your name um although elegantly filled is i mean (laughs) i gotta i gotta say it's it's clever i'm not i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie but okay so you change your name you went public and then um coming up what january 2019 right? What started? January 1st. That's right. So January 1st. So because I had curated my um, Instagram feed to, you know, all these runners, and then I heard about this term, which is called a streak. I was like, I started this 5k streak on January 1st, 2019. And I, in order to keep me um, accountable, I just had to post every day. And I posted when I had sad moments and I posted when I had good moments um, and I, we weren't doing reels back then. Yeah. So it was, it was like, you know, random videos that were so horribly taken, but it did the, it did the job because even back then um, my only motivation in posting on Instagram was to try to get a running shoe for free every now and then. <laughs> and just stay accountable because some, for some reason, there was this um, feeling of like, there was almost like a high every time I posted that I finished my streak, right? It was a endorphin or a serotonin hit that I would feel when I, when I posted or that accomplishment. And, um, you know, 2019, I finished that year and 2020 came along and I was like, well, I guess I'm still doing this. So and... the streak to be clear for anybody listening, yeah. if they're not familiar meant what you had to do what every day. So the runner's world definition of a run streak is run one mile every day. But I was like, nah, I don't want to run one mile every day because what if I don't feel like running one of these days? So I took it to another level because I did see that there was other people who did five kilometer streaks. But I was like, nah, I don't want to run five kilometers every day either. So I'm going to do a run or a walk of five kilometers minimum, which is three miles for my American friends every day. So on the days that I don't want to run, I get to walk my five kilometers on the days that I want to run. I can run on the days that I'm traveling. I'll split it up into two, two and a half segments, two and a half kilometer segments. That hasn't happened very often because I don't travel very much, but it's happened maybe three times on days where I'm sitting on top of a ferry and my watch <laughs> doesn't sink. My watch sinks with the speed of the ferry. I'm like, I know exactly how many steps is five kilometers. <laughs> so you do what you do, but in the end, um, it ended up being, I loved the, the the distance of five kilometers. It works out to walking 55 minutes. I can give myself an hour a day. Yeah. Or running 40 minutes. I can give myself that. And that's, that's kind of what's happened. It's, it's really, it's really impressive. Honestly, I, I know that 
I, I know that sometimes you act modest about it, but like, it's just really impressive to me that you've done just that. I don't give a shit if you've been walking or running or both or whatever, whichever one, like that's, that's really, really impressive. I want to know if you'll share um, real quick, what, what good it does, at least for you, or what it's done for you to be committed to that streak for all of this time, like as far as it affecting your life, uh, discipline, your, how you feel about yourself, healing, all of that, like, how does it all, ma- you know, go together? So in a nutshell, because we said we weren't going to talk about this, but I guess we're talking, we about have to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so in a nutshell, before I started this streak, although on the outside, I appeared confident, I hated myself. I, suffer from anxiety so I've been on anxiety medicine for um I'm gonna say it's gonna be like going into nine years but it's been eight years and you know there was times where I wanted to harm myself because my self-loathing was so high from you know previous trauma childhood trauma or whatever and just like never being able to accept the body that I have is an amazing body. And so there's a book called, and I know you've heard this before, but there's a book called The Body Keeps Score, written by Dr. Bessel van der Kelp. And you can look up the title, The Body Keeps Score. It's a famous book about trauma. And he says there's, and, and this was one of the audio books that I was listening to while I was walking or running my 5k so in 2019 when I started that 5k I relied on podcasts audiobooks to get me through all those moments that I was alone in my head what do you do with all that time so sure you can listen to music sometimes but but sometimes I just wanted to be distracted because the voices in my head were telling me to stop they're like what are you doing you're just gonna fail this you're gonna you're not going to keep continuing this. So anyways, the book says there's three ways to heal trauma, clinically proven, research proven, scientifically proven. One is counseling and therapy, which I had done. Second is medicine, which I've been on. And the third, which I swear I'm going to have engraved on a necklace or something. Use your body to have visceral experiences that contradict the helplessness and rage you feel. So viscerally meaning like through your blood, through physiological experiences. And what is walking and running? It's a physiological action. So imagine every single time I was doing that 5K in 2019, every single one of those voices was being torn down little by little every day. And I was like, hmm. By the end of 2019, I was like, Okay, you're not such a loser like you thought you were. You've completed this for one year. You didn't give up. And then my brain was like, meh, okay, well, you did that. But we're not going to let you do it for two years because the nervous system was protecting me. It's like, you're exposing yourself. You're exposing yourself to all these things. Well, we better protect you because feeling good is dangerous. And then when I finished the second year, I was like, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you now. (laughs) And um, the third year was after I had finished the two complete years. The third year was the year where I had started changing. Where those voices, although they did come in my head, they would not last as long. And Mm -hmm. that's the difference. That's the layers of the onions that you start peeling back. And that's where the confidence grew. And you'll see in my, if, I mean, who, who the fuck is going to go back and, and look at 40 <laughs> hey. years of my Instagram? I hey, know. They might. <laughs> they might. <laughs> but you'll see a progression, like a timeline, I swear. And even sometimes I've gone back and I was like, oh, I did that video. But <clears throat> you'll see in the third year, there's the, in the third year, I announced my weight. Right. That was, that was when shit changed. And that was when I kind of went viral in 2021. The th- yeah, that 20, the middle of 2021, I announced my weight and I was like, oh my God, I just fucking told people I'm 250 pounds. <laughs> well, okay. Seriously. Okay. 
Okay, two things about what you just said. <clears throat> one, how cool is it? The one of the like kind of side benefits of social media is to be able to, if you wanted to, you could go back and you could witness your own journey and see your progress. Yes. I mean, that's really cool. The other thing that you said about how it took until the third year to really have like this more substantial, yeah. big, big, big changing you. And that's a good lesson for all of us, no matter like it's not even, you know, no matter what your situation, because I think that we, a lot of times, and it, it's okay to want things to happen fast. I mean, that means that you're, no, e- you're, e- you're, you're eager yeah. to want to like, if you, you know, like yeah. if you want to succeed or you want to make money, like that's cool and exciting. But <clears throat> I think that when we realize that it's all a journey and a process and that we have to be patient, that kind of helps maybe take away the stress. It's so stressful when you want to just change like that in an instant and you don't, you know, it's you're right. And it's not even um, like, if you go back, if you think about marketing 101, and you think about how do people buy things from people they have to believe that if they buy something from you they will be like you look at starbucks when you buy a coffee you want to believe that you're as relaxed as their stores you are as cool yeah as their furniture right you are buying into that concept so why would it be any different with me as a brand you cannot buy into me unless I believe in myself so if it takes me three years to believe in myself that's how long it takes me but it wasn't even three years there were still um I truly believe this year Mm -hmm. the this last few months of me finally releasing who I have become and, and, and gone into my own is, is what had to happen at the rate that it had to happen. You're not ready to go viral in the first fucking year of your Instagram journey. And if you are, then, you know, okay. You know, it depends, right? Like obviously if you're a a famous singer or something, but if you're just, you know, even look at the honest mom, right? Like, she didn't go viral immediately. It was a progression. She had to step into who she was presenting herself as being. And that's the same thing as me. Who am I? Well, I'm somebody who's going to empower the fuck out of you to love the body that you have right now. That's who I am because I have become the person who fucking loves her strong body. Right. That's that's it. That's it. As I get right. goosebumps saying that. Yeah. That's who I've become. Not just a running person of 250 pounds. I have become this person who just loves being me now, finally. That's so powerful. I, I you're you're inspiring everybody listening right now, for sure. Um what what has been has there been anything since you've been sharing on, well, I mean, I'm sure there has. So maybe point out a couple of examples that you could think of since you've been sharing on, on Instagram and on social media and really getting more vulnerable. Like you said, you, you shared how much you weigh and so on in more recent times. Have, have there been things you wish you hadn't said, or have you been able to, and it's okay if there's not, have you been able to go, okay, that was scary, but hang on, maybe I'm okay with it, with what I just shared. You know what I mean? I've always tried to, um, like, I don't share my family on here. There's been a couple of videos that I've made with the backs of my, of my boys when I went on a trip with them because it was so emotional. And this is going to sound really crazy because there are moms, like if you're not a mom, that's fine. But there are moms when they have children because they don't self-loathe themselves they immediately love are in love with their children and of course I'm I love my children but it was only recently that I fell in love with my children if that sounds crazy because I stopped self-loathing myself enough to really truly believe that they loved me back and that was that trip that I took with them and Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. 
it was it was oh that's amazing the, the, that's honestly I mean thank the, you for sharing that I know that's not easy to share but that's I mean that's I'm sure cry, completely yeah. relatable and nobody talks about that yeah. nobody and, and I don't want to talk too much about it on my Instagram because I, I feel I have empathy for let's say women who don't have children or women who can't have children or for people who just don't just don't want to have children but there's something about like um, I never felt loved by my mom in that way that I now love my children until very recently. So I acted towards my children the way my mom had acted towards me for the longest time until I actually healed in this journey. Whereas now, like, I I just fucking love them and like am in love with them when I see them I melt and that sounds really weird to say because one is 14 and stinks one is 16 and and he like has a girlfriend and the other one is she's 20 but she's an asshole but I still love her and then the 22 year old just got engaged right but I like when I see them I'm like you know so that has happened and there's nothing really that I nothing and you know marriage and all those kind of things i i don't i don't try to talk about i don't want to talk about that on on public media the only thing that's been hard about being on social media this much is politics <laughs> and yes keeping and you know mm-hmm. like the things that are happening in this world because the more you are on social media the more you see what's happening and there's so much injustice and it's like, okay, where's the balance in sharing how I feel about that. So my stories are always different from my posts on my feed. And in my stories, I will share how I feel about certain things. I will post the tragedies that are happening in Iran and the, the protesters that are being killed. I will share about that. I don't care if somebody doesn't like it, but, um, so my stories are so different from my, uh, right. my feed. Well, so and it's, it, that's and the this... hard part about being on social media is like, yeah. is like holding yourself back. Right. 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 Yeah. No, I understand. And, and, and I do, I, you know, I teach a lot about like, don't hold back. And I even recently realized that I I'm still holding back. Like it's a, like, it is like an onion, like gradually you start letting more of yourself out, but there's something to be said for you choosing to have that control over your content intentionally because you know what your mission and your goal is right now in this instance, you know, at this point in time with your stuff, right? You know, your mission is about your yourself healing, helping others go through that, uh, showing that we can be a runner no matter this or that and so on and so forth. And it's not, your platform is not based on politics right now. So, so it's, it's cool to see you have that self-control and know that and go, you know, most people are really coming to me for this and I'm enjoying sharing this, but I do want to sprinkle in that. <laughs> and you and you found a great way to do it is doing it in your stories. I think it's, yeah. I think it's a really, really good solution. And that's a good tip for everybody listening. If you're in that situation and we've all been in that situation where there's something going on in the world or our community or our family or whatever, and it doesn't line up with our brand and we go, crap, <laughs> I want to talk about this. So I love yeah. that you found that solution. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It And it gives me, it, it, it relieves that urge that I have to self-express through my stories by doing that through my stories. So I feel like that urge has been relieved. Right. It's right. been fulfilled. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. So I want to ask you about anybody in your real life or IRL, as the kids call it these days, Sandra, mm. um, <laughs> how they feel about your social media journey, just like in general, you don't have to call anybody out, but you know, have mm-hmm. you gotten generally okay? Is everybody kind of weirded out by it? Is there a mixture of your, you know, friends, family, whomever? So I have been stopped in the streets. <laughs> several times in my city that I live in and people will say oh my god you're you know big fit mom or whatever and so I 
don't even talk about that with my friends, except when we are on hikes, I make them film me. <laughs> but honestly, I don't, um, you know, and every now and then I will, um, I only, I only actually talk about it with my kids mostly because I'll be like, Hey, guess what I'm up to right now. Right. Just to show them that if you work hard at something, it will happen. And, you know, recently I hit 10,000 on TikTok and I was like, Oh my God. Cause that had been my goal by the end of 2022. But, um, and they're like, what are you kidding? That's crazy. And, uh, you know, so they've <laughs> kind of been following along and every now and then I'll tell them like, Hey, guess what the number's up to right now. But with my friends in the beginning, when I started, there were some people who would throw passive aggressive comments at me like, Oh, <laughs> right. And I don't really associate with those people anymore. Um, because you get you you see somebody's true side when they throw passive aggressive comments at you right so it cut off yeah um later and and that's the yeah later and that's the confidence that I have now to be able to do that where I don't give a fuck what you think right I don't even not even one speck of dust will I take your opinion into consideration because it's not you who's doing this, it's me. So, it you know, and, and every now and then when my parents come over for dinner, I'll tell my dad and he laughs because he thinks it's like, it's, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> because, because my dad is, in, in 2018, I remember once I, I ran to their house and they live about eight kilometers away. And uh, I said, and then I showed up at their door and he's like, oh, you walk at it here? Because at that time he he didn't believe that I'm running. He's like, oh, you walk at it here. I'm like, no, I ran, ran here. He's like, oh, you walk at it here. Like you walk at it. Thank you for the vote of confidence. No, I fucking ran. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you okay. check your heart. You go check your heart. Okay. You check your heart. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Mm. I can't have this conversation with you without asking you about social media trolls. Um, mm. I mean, we could talk about this all day, but real quick, <clears throat> talk about that. Obviously you have plenty of experience with this. You and I have talked about it a million times in general and even laughed about it. You get to a point where you can laugh about it. Um, talk to somebody out there who wants to start being more vulnerable, vulnerable like you, really making an impact, doing good on social media, but they're really scared about the judgment and the trolls. What would you say to that person? This is a complex answer. If trolls bother you, then you haven't worked on your confidence enough and you haven't gotten to the spot where you believe a hundred percent in yourself. And that's okay because that happens gradually. Um, trolls are people who we know they're called keyboard warriors and I feel sorry for them most of the time. And now I just laugh and agree with them. Um, you know, somebody saying like, oh, it's obviously you eat more than you burn. Well, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> like, yes, that's the whole point. Is, is that, that it? Thank you so much. For Thank you so much. Yes, you're right. I'm not in a calorie deficit. And that's exactly what I write is that you're right. I'm not in a calorie deficit and never intended to be. So people on the other side of that screen have to point out the things that are so obvious because it makes their self-confidence, their low self-confidence, take their own serotonin hit and it makes them feel good writing that to us because it confirms to them that they are in fact right so their serotonin hit or their endorphin hit is to insult. Whereas our healthy serotonin hit and endorphin hit or whatever dopamine hit is to take action. 
So that's the difference between an unhealed person and a healed person is the unhealed person attacks with words, the healed person attacks with actions. And so I just welcomed the trolls because I was like, please, please come one, come all increase my views. <laughs> Boost that algorithm, baby. <laughs> Boost that algorithm. I will get my followers to contact you in the morning and they will fight for me to the death. And, you know, you, I can laugh about that because I, I'm sitting here after, you know, four years and going, ha, 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 because it doesn't bother me. But, and, and even when that first troll comment came, and I remember doing a video about it, I was like, yes, yes, I made it. I made it. I got my first troll comment. And truly, I was like, I was thrilled. I was like, this is the sign. Now, if only free runners would come my way, come my way. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess I must wait. I must wait because the universe is not ready yet to give me my free runners or my sponsorship deal. That's hilarious. But I love how you like looked at it as a milestone. Um, Okay. Before we go, this is not, this is not about your social media, but it's important. So like we talked about the statement that you did write about, um, about, you know, you know, the body that you're currently in, um, because this is your area of expertise. Um, talk to that person that feels like they're suffering in the body that they're currently in. Um, maybe just by sharing your own experience, some, some ways of thinking that worked for you. Obviously we know the, the streak really helped you in your journey. What would you say to that person that still feels like I can't show up on social media? I can't show up to social events. I, I feel shitty about myself and I hate this body, you know? Oh man, that's again, a complex question. Uh, but so do you remember the video that you made where you talked about what you wanted to be in childhood? And you wanted to be an actress. Yeah. And, and yes. So I can relate to that so much because, and this is where I come to give you the answer of your question in a complex way. But as a child, we all have these dreams and, you know, it might hit us at eight years old or it might hit us at 12 or 13 years old. And so when I was, um, 12 years old I was babysitting so I started making money and I started buying magazines and when I was buying these magazines like you remember YM and yeah. Sassy and yeah what the hell else other teen magazines there were and then eventually Mary Claire and all that so in my bedroom I had this ledge and I probably had 3,000 magazines that wrapped around this ledge literally and so I loved magazines and I I ended up working at a publishing company when I was 20 years old for a magazine and I knew how to put together a dummy which is how I put together the magazine but what I wanted to say was I envisioned myself being in that magazine why I don't know and then my mom thought that I walk like a horse so she put me in modeling school so I was in modeling school at like 17 years old I took I have a photo shoot on a horse with cowboy boots I don't know where those pictures are but they were beautiful because I was I was an attractive young girl like I was beautiful just not beautiful enough for my mom I was size 14 or 12 can you imagine so I knew that I wanted to be a model Now, did that happen exactly in the way that I I wanted? Did I know that there was going to be a plus size industry that was going to blow up? No. So in my own way, I have fulfilled my own destiny by being my own fucking model on the cover of my own fucking magazine. Now, at 14 or 17, if I had told you that that was going to happen, Sandra, back then, you would have been like, no, that's not going to happen. But it did. Just like your dream happened 
not in the way that you wanted it to, but you are your own actress on your own page, in your own podcast, acting for other people who want to watch you. I am doing the same thing. We have fulfilled our destiny, Brittany. And it's only going to get better. So to go back to that question that you had about people not liking, you know, the body that they have or the size of body that they have, it it goes back to that question of like, how can you sell something that you don't like yourself? I am selling something and I'm not even selling anything really, but I am packaging something that I truly would buy myself because I have created the thing that I needed when I was young. You created the thing you needed when you were younger. It didn't exist. It exists now. Mine didn't exist. It now exists for other women to open up their Instagram feed and see a healthy looking woman who is running, not counting calories, not worrying about the fucking body that she has. And instead she's building muscle because it's muscle and strength that is going to get you through this fucking life. Not a skinny body, not a useless fucking weak body. It is a strong fucking body that is going to get you through this life and through all the horrible and tragic and bullshit things it throws at you. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, it's, it's, so it's, so essentially it's, you're saying it's like, it's all about going within and you know, it's, it's not about going to someone else and seeking out a diet pill or somebody that tells you they're going to make you look a certain way or think, make you think you should look a certain way. It's about going within and finding what you need, healing yourself. But I love what you touched on about the childhood thing, because man, can that not help solve so many freaking things whenever we as grownups think really hard back on our childhood and think, what did you desire so deeply? What was it? What was it? I don't know. It could be anything. It doesn't have to be some huge fancy career. It doesn't have to be modeling or acting or being an astronaut. It could be something. It doesn't matter. But yeah, when you go back and you go, so how can I incorporate that into my life somehow and kind of get into that kind of a groove, even if it's not the exact way you planned? It's so healing. It is so healing. And, you know, there are some children and, and God bless those children who, um, or if you don't believe in God, that's fine. But bless those kids who, you know, woke up and they're like, I want to cut fucking frogs open. Well, good for you because we need people like you. Yes. Or I want to mix chemical compounds. Well, that is fantastic because we need people like you. Or I want to build bridges. Perfect. We need people like you. But we also need people like me. We need people like me because I am showing women that it's okay to be exactly how they are. Because you know what? If you don't show women that it's okay to be exactly how they are, they are going to self-harm. And then that self-harm is going to pass down from generation to generation, which is what it's done. So I play an important role, just like you do, in showing women that it's okay to love yourself because if you love yourself you'll love everybody else around you if you don't love yourself you cannot love other people you can't it's fucking physiologically impossible wow and eventually you know how like in water the shit that's not supposed to be in water surfaces up to the top that's what happens yeah and and it's sad to say but because I didn't love myself, I didn't know how to love my ch- my first two children when I had them. And I regret so much because I wasn't taught how to love. Because my mom didn't love herself because of the tragedies that happened to her. So she's not to blame. She didn't know any better. And again, it was passed down from generation to generation because these people in Croatia were just trying to fucking survive on the farm. So 
you have to teach people how to love themselves because they are the ones who are loving like the next generation. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. That was perfection. Um, <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> and you know, in the end, like, I mean, you and I both have children, right? And that's honest to God. I remember like listening to um, other moms, like, you know, a long time ago and they're like, Oh, I love my kids. And I was like, me, I just, I, I, I I exist with my kids. <laughs> like I was like, I love them, but I'm like, I don't love them as much as you love yours. What's wrong with you? But and and I mean that in the funniest sense. No, of I, I I did any <laughs> I did everything and anything for mine. But yes, I did everything and anything for mine. But I didn't give them the thing that they needed because I didn't have it. I didn't. I didn't give them that fucking hug like I you know but it, it but there's a difference there's a there's a true kind of hug that you can give your kids that they know they are absolutely fucking loved that you're in love with them and you know I didn't I didn't know how to do that and now I do and now I can't let them go when I hug them and I smell their neck because I just, I, even now at 14, 16, the two younger ones, I, I smell their neck because, because I love them so much, but um, yeah, no, it's, it's all a journey. And um, if anybody, if anybody tries to tell you this, you're not going to get it because you have to go through it yourself to be able to pass it on to others. Right. Well, you're, you're a great example in so many ways, but especially after talking today and in the lesson of it's never too late, you know, and I think that that's, um, you know, the obsession with youth (sighs) and deadlines and things happening by a certain time in our lives, um, is thankfully, I think fading away some, at least, at least for some of us, for you and I, um, and, uh, it's so nice to know that there is hope no matter your age, no matter your this, your that, that things can get better. Um, Cause I feel like what I always say is like, if we don't have hope, I feel like we don't really have much at all, you know? Yeah. And you are, you're proof of that because you know, you are, you're, you're, you're not a spring chicken anymore. Neither am I. <laughs> no. And, and you've done all these wonderful things to improve your yourself. And then that is bleeding over into your relationships and it's beautiful. So I'm happy for you. It- there's there's so many fucking components to this journey like we haven't even touched on as you were talking I was thinking like we haven't even touched on the fear that we feel while we're going through our journey on social media and I've talked about this before I've talked about fear of success and fear of taking the next step and how your subconscious tries to hold you back because it's still protecting you, right? Why have I not launched a mastermind course? Why have I not launched a, you know, I don't know, like, but, but we still have fear sometimes trying to hold us back and be like, Oh, hold on a sec. I don't know if you're ready for that. Right? So what people should understand on social media is that, You're going to progress in phases, but don't think that because you've conquered one phase that that isn't going to come back through another way and try and pull you back. So just because I've conquered my self-confidence with myself physically doesn't mean that like if I think, oh, I should do this like marathon course. Oh, hold on, Sally. I don't know if you're ready for that. Why don't you stick to running 5K a day? You're good at that now. We'll let you keep doing that. Right. I don't know if you should do a marathon mastermind course. Right? Right. If it, it, You're being tested all the time. And you have to understand that, that that's a, a natural occurrence in this sphere that you're in. 
because you're not sitting on the couch and fucking being comfortable. Right. You're exposing yourself. And through exposure comes different um, lenses of filters that you have to keep smashing. Right. I love that so much. Oh my gosh, this has been fantastic. <laughs> Seriously, this is one of the best conversations we've ever had. And it's and and thank God it was recorded. We've had a lot of uh, conversations. We have. Um, okay, before we wrap up, remind everybody how they can find you on Instagram, TikTok, follow you, all the things, please. <sighs> so Instagram and TikTok are the same handle, Big Fit I Run. And then in my Instagram, I have links to my website and newsletter and the magazine. And the magazine has its own Instagram handle too, Run Your Life Magazine. And that's about it. <laughs> it's perfect. No, that's that's wonderful. Yes, please, please, please go follow Sandra on Instagram and TikTok and dive into all of her content and all the things. You will not be sorry. Thank you for doing this with me. For you're my, so welcome. you're my you're my last guest of the year. We're we're going out with a bang. Twenty twenty two. The grand finale. It. it was. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Thank you. And so it's much. funny. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. And it's funny how our conversations have also gradually grown. Our conversations have also manif- like um, manifested into different types of conversations over the years. Yeah. And they'll keep doing that. They'll keep evolving. They will. Well, and we're, we're a good example of people that if when you find people that you really like, even if it's on social media and it probably is, if you're listening, you probably love social media like we do and you're probably on it a lot and hold on to those people, you know, because you met for a reason and you're in each other's life for a reason. We've never even been together in person before and we're so far away from each other, but it's just still so beautiful what you can develop because we have that connection, you know, and then you can just grow together and you're never getting rid of me. Basically, Sandra is what I'm saying. hundred percent. Uh, and and vice versa. Okay. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.